this season on The Bachelor. After the show, it's the after party then. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony, and you're listening to The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony. And, of course, I got my wife, Becca, with me. Week three, and it's all about the beauty and the beef. And uh, we are totally getting over being ingested, so if we sound a little weird, that's why. But uh, we did still watch this week of The Bachelor. Um, and and it made us just sick. Just <laughs> so sick. Yeah, I think it made us, it made us worse. So, um, it's because we cried. So no, we didn't cry at all. No, well, it was pretty bad. There was some. There was some. There was some good moments. I think I figured it out about Colton. Not only is he just super young, it's just that I noticed that when he's one on one with the girls, sometimes like and they're in a conversation, he'll repeat back exactly what they say to him. Yeah, like, he does. One, he doesn't know what to say. One girl, exactly right. One girl will say, well, "I like you. I like you too." Yeah, I'm yeah. having fun. I'm having fun. It's like going on a date with Siri. <laughs> That's not sexy to me. So, but one could argue, by the way, drink, I had a great time. Drink today. every time somebody coughs. I had a great time tonight. I'm sorry. I don't understand what you said. I didn't get that. So what would you rather do? Go on a date with Siri or go to a ghetto ass medieval times that's pirate themed? Yeah, that was dumb. I, I At first, I thought it was Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, that's what I thought it was. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, they're doing this at Disney. But then I'm like, wait a minute. They're not at Disney. <laughs> no. So, and then... Uh, not the happiest place on earth. No, I just thought it was cheesy. I mean, it's just another opportunity for Colton to do something with his shirt open or off. And it's just, you know, it was... It's just so... Some of these, like, Bachelor, Bachelorette um, activities are just so cheeseball that it's hard for me to actually invest myself in them. They're just like, and they always have like that audience that like got the press release from like, you know, the radio station, like 24 hours before. And, oh, I and wish all, it was the radio station. Well, they did some kind of social media. Yeah. Yeah. They all just like pile in and like, they woo and like pretend that they're like so excited to be there. But then like after they probably laugh about how ridiculous it was. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was, I thought it was cheesy. I, I, it was so bad that Demi had to throw her big chicken at yeah, her turkey leg. Yeah, on, on whatever. The, yeah, she threw it right on the uh, next to the plank because she ship. was sitting uh, in the poop deck and with the yeah. rest of the girls. Because after they had this really silly kind of challenge back and forth, uh, which I believe Hannah dominated, uh, oh, but I yeah. forget who ended up. Was it Kaylin who ended up winning or whatever? I don't recall at this yeah, point. It, was, well, it, it felt was... like a fever dream. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, De- there was no attention paid to Demi huck- chucking the, the leg. Yeah, that was I really think, strange. I don't think that that was actually um, planned. I think that they kind of threw that in there because they didn't see it coming. I, um, I don't want to forget this. Speaking of chicken legs and speaking of when you mentioned Colton and the shirt off thing, I'm not trying to objectify Colton. Uh, I just want to throw this out there. He doesn't have, like, a killer bod. Like, he's really good. I mean, he's in good shape, but, like, not enough to where I'm like, oh, please, yes, I can't wait to see the pool party where you take your shirt, you know? like Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I what's wanna... his name? Uh, Chad. Remember Chad? Yeah, for, like, Chad sweet was what I would consider, yeah. like, a dude who had, like, uh, uh, he was, like, ultra in shape. Right. He was ripped. He yeah. was defined. We all like, know that. that's I, a dude yeah. in shape, right? Like, I'm just saying, like, you can tell, like, that's the guy who clearly works out. And Colton kind of, like, it's just, like, maintenance. But, like, he doesn't have, 
like he's got like maybe like one of the lines of abs showing but he doesn't have like a six pack he's just got like a a muscular shoulder chest kind of thing going on but it's i don't know it's just weird and they're all like so about him and i think that they have to be though i think that they yeah. they have to be all about him like i take your shirt off oh my god keep it off i want to see it it it's is like, slight stockholm syndrome in a way because you're only supposed to want to be with that one person and it's a mental f because there's no other means of technology modes of technology no real other types of entertainment to distract you your whole life for however long you're there is all about this one person yeah yeah it really is and i feel like that is something that we've talked about in previous episodes and and seasons is that you know people get sucked in you know um you have nothing to do but to think about this one person all day so when you finally do see them it's kind of surreal and you get sucked into that world so yeah i mean of course they're going to be a little um you know head over heels when they do see him but it just seems a little ridiculous in my opinion so let's get into the group day with the pirate hookers with the captain hookers uh so that night um it's their group date and it turns out Demi loves to age shame, especially when Tracy is around. Like, they're triggers for each other. Again, it makes for good TV, but, man, it's annoying. I it, don't like uh, – I mean, there's a lot of people I don't like in the season, but Demi is definitely one of them uh, because she is the first person to actually call somebody out, but then as soon as somebody calls her out – she immediately gets defensive. Yeah, like she, Courtney called her out last night. Yeah, Courtney called her out, and then she's like, "Um, so yeah, like I don't even really care what you say." She's a total me. psychopath, but I'm a little bit here for it because she's making the scenes go by. I gotta say, she, I don't know. She's just annoying, though. She's and and she's one of those girls that Colton week after week, you know, these three weeks in has continued to pick her, um, even though she. Is just in my opinion, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would see right through her, her BS. Like somebody cannot be like that, and then like she's with him, and she's like, <laughs> like that laugh. It's like, oh, like, it's so fake. It cuts right through. How can you. you not tell that's a fake laugh? And then you brought up actually a really good point last night that I want to touch upon. So when they're kind of, you know. Uh, I think it was the night of after the pirate thing. Yeah, why do they always have these group dates in the middle of a warehouse? Yeah, I, it's so yeah, I don't straight. know. straight. Like the Amazon weird. Jeff Bezos house. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. But they had, so they're, they're on this like bench behind like a bookshelf, like talking or whatever. And then, um, you know, Demi comes over and she's like, I'm going to blindfold you. And she blindfolds him. Bird box and then, challenge. Yeah, you know. And then all of a sudden, um, she's kind of like, massaging him but then does this weird thing with like a fake hand where she's like dragging this mannequin hand down and you know but before she even does that she's like she's basically slapping him with this paddle like it's this snm snm thing it's so weird and but then the mannequin hand is just like gliding down his shoulder down his chest she's like do you feel that? What does it feel like? Do you feel that? What does it feel like? Is it, do you want me to go lower? Yeah, oh my God. And she keeps going lower. And you said, what did you say? Well, and I, I get, I don't know how this is going to make me sound, but if roles were reversed and knowing the climate that we're in in 2019, we're in a very uh, controversial time 
yeah. um, of, of roles, gender roles. If the roles were reversed and Demi was the one that was blindfolded and this guy was like, do you like this? This? Do you like... Do you, how does that feel? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, he would be taken off The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, like immediately. So, I, I, but that's just how I felt. I, and I don't know how, again, I'm not sure. I, I haven't really vetted it out enough. I haven't vetted my thoughts out enough about that uh, to where I would truly stand by a statement like that. I think I have to think it through a little bit more. So why say it right? But whatever, it was just something I said. Yeah, and- no, but I, I thought it was actually a really good point because if you think about that, I mean, like, look, I know there are a lot of things that like it's, yeah, everybody seems We've to be... We've let guys get away with that for a really long right. time. And I feel like everybody's kind of in like hot water now for, for something and it's kind of a little oversaturated with, in the media with this stuff. But it just seems like, yeah, like... If you were to put, the, if you were to reverse the roles and, and literally that was happening and they're making a, a mockery of his virginity, you know, I just feel like, okay, it's the virginity joke, but this is still very awkward and making all of us uncomfortable and even I, watching it. And that's it. I think that that's why I said it because Colton seemed uncomfortable. And this was week two of Demi making him feel uncomfortable, clearly. Yeah, the first thing was a massage. This was like this other weird yeah, thing. Yeah, so we go from the bathroom of the fantasy closet to the bird box challenge and the pervert hand. So it's <laughs> really um it's it at times it's a little odd just and again it's only because of these weird times we're living in a few years ago that would not have even been a thought in my mind it would have been like oh look at demi go get it girl but now it, it's a little odd right yeah, yeah. um but also colton feels like he has to kiss demi if he feels like he has to do these things with he her. feels like he has to kiss everybody and i don't feel like yeah there are a lot of moments where uh like that girl from cuba um, I, I oh, forgot her name. Um, so Nicole is from Miami. She's the Cuban grandparent. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what she said. Yeah. But I've, I've misjudged that or misspoke there. But she um, she basically, uh, I didn't feel like he was into her. And then all of a sudden, like, he Agreed. goes in for, like, this kiss with her. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, wow, that's weird. And then and then at the end, he gives her, like, the rose. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, I, it's just very odd, his decision making. And I, I'm completely thrown off. Um, but I do want to point out something that I think is, you went under the radar and people are going to forget about. Um, he was at one point, um, and I don't think it was, um, it was at the pirate place. It was somewhere else. Some other group date, I think they had. So they had the second group date with the Terry Crews and his wife. And then they, they had a night date that night. Yeah. That night date, um, is where, um, they were on like a second floor of some balcony and he was with Cassie. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, Cassie's the one that I've from the beginning said, I think he's going to end up with. And, um, Cassie and him were just like really like making out and like against the window, yeah, against the window. And basically he even said like, you know, when I'm with her, like I like my guard is down. I feel like I can be myself. Like she's a sweetheart. I think she's beautiful. And then like, you know, Cassie feels the same way, but I feel like they're doing that for a reason like they're showing like a shade of it but they're that that relationship is definitely going to continue to develop in my opinion and i feel like they're downplaying it right now he has a swag with certain people like cassie that he doesn't have with other people he's virgin colton with some 
And then he's swaggy Colton with others. Like when mm-hmm. he was like having her up against the window, I'm like, that's not a virgin move. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with you there. But um, that's a good transition into who we think he's really into and a good transition into the beauty and the beef, which has become this pageant drama. Again, uh, I do want to get into the Elise stuff before we get into yeah, the pageant stuff. So do, what what do you think about those two? Do you think that they're, that Elise could make it far in this journey? I think whole she can make journey? it far um, just because um, they connect on uh, from uh, they connect they connect mentally, but they also have a very good uh, common ground, which is like the charity thing. Yes. So Elise, by Um, the way, got the one-on-one, which was surprising to a lot of people. Uh, And Elise is the 31-year-old. She is a redhead. And um, I really like her. And so they end up going to this amusement park. And what I didn't understand, though, Tony, was like they never mentioned because it said kids representing local charities from local organizations. They never mentioned where those kids were from exactly because, at the you know, you, you have this big platform. Mm. You want to make sure you put the charities out there. So I just thought that that was a little odd. And also Colton asking five-year-olds for dating advice pretty funny just considering the circumstances because Colton's kind of a five-year-old at times as well yeah yeah that was that was funny I mean I think um I, I mean I thought that was cool though because you really get to see Colton like in his element um which is something I feel like we haven't seen now like you you tend to feel you tend to see him in situations where this isn't normal for him for him he's very uncomfortable um he's not used to kind of being in control and I feel like in this situation, it's something he's done over and over again, and he likes working with kids. So you got to see Colton in control, and I think that was a new side that she got to see of him, which made him more attractive to her. Um, I did find it odd that she waited until the last minute, you know, to kind of bring up that um, she's also involved uh, in a charity, and and I think that um, you know maybe that was because. She, I think she played that smart though. Um, although I found it interesting, she probably didn't want to use that as something to kind of sidetrack him. She wanted to kind of let him deal with the kids, ask the right questions, feel him out. And then if she was feeling him, let him in on that part of her life that, you know, she maybe wants to keep private. And maybe who knows, it could have been in the editing too. Maybe they got into that earlier on in the day and we don't know that. Um, obviously what you're referring to is Elise's, I mean, unbelievable. Just that story. I I didn't know where it was going and I didn't know what the end result would be. But man, it it really tore me apart. And uh, I'm sure it tore a lot of people apart. You know, there's a lot of people that could either relate to it or whatnot. But uh, Elisa lost her sister um, because her sister decided, hey, I I have this tumor, but I want to make sure my kid makes it into the world. And if you follow Elise on Instagram, uh, she recently posted a video, I believe that was with her nephew. And he's so, so cute. And it's such a heartbreaking story. But again, she mentions the charity she's involved in, which is Sarah's Closet, I think, I believe is what it is. And um, but what an unbelievable story. And I don't want to make this into anything superficial, but a, a, another good indication that maybe Elise could be a bachelorette one day. You never know. Yeah, yeah, you never know. I mean, but I mean, that is a common ground for them. You know, they both have a charity that they work for, and I think that's why she could probably make it pretty far, and which is why they they connect on different levels. Um, people that uh, are not actually having uh, the best bachelor experience are two girls 
um, which is Hannah and what's the other girl's name? Kaylin. Kaylin. Yeah. So um, this is these are two girls that basically uh, used to compete in like Miss USA uh, pageants. And it was and, just they were both 2018 yeah. title holders. This was really recent yeah. that they competed together representing Alabama and North Carolina, I forget which one, but one of the Carolinas, I think is North Carolina. Uh, and, and clearly the, what I is so fresh, what's so frustrating for me as a viewer is we can't get down to exactly what it was. They're both manipulative. They're both deceitful. They're both toxic. Yeah. Well, they're doing that. I think that there's, I think that they're doing that one because they don't want to be the one to give too much away about what one did versus what the other did. And I feel like that's what we're all waiting to hear. It's like, because, uh, um, wasn't Hannah. It was, I keep, why I just, is it Kaylin? Kaylin. Wow. I just lost her name again. Kaylin, uh, got very emotional when something, when it was brought up and all of a sudden started talking about how something happened to her that she wasn't ready to talk to Colton about yet. And that will eventually come out. I know what it is. Um, and it comes out next week. So do you want to tell us? Who cares? Well, uh, the, Let's do so it. no, no, no. But the, the rumor on social media is that unfortunately she experienced this horrible uh, assault and um, it doesn't really have much to do with the beauty pageant at all. Um, but it's how Colton handles it that I guess is a big game changer this season. Um, but that's more on her storyline and and less about whatever is going on. No, with I the mean, like, that's stuff. good to know, though. I mean, it's good to kind of have that in the back of your head because um, I hadn't come into that information yet. So I think, um, you know, it, it's interesting to kind of see them go back and forth. I have this feeling that, they make it sound like Kaylin is the one who was kind of attacked and they're making Hannah out to be, um, you know, the, the, the bad girl. And for some reason, there's a part of me that thinks that it's completely reversed. Really? Because yeah. Hannah comes off aggressive and you know, that, doing that whole like animalistic lion move that was all over social media today yeah. doesn't help her cause that much. And she's the one that brought this whole thing up in the first place. Yeah, but I feel like if she... So I feel like if there was something um, that, you know, she... It, if she knew that talking about this was going to come back to bite her... Hmm then I don't know if it was wise of her to bring it up, which makes me think that it possibly is, you know, the exact opposite of what we think. Interesting. Maybe, you know, so I don't know. That's and just a, it's just a theory. I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, it could be, you know, blue is blue and we'll, and it's as obvious as it is, but it's just, you know, we're so used to TV, excuse me, making you see what you want to see that I always feel like there's something up their sleeve in the editing. And guess what? I think that this thing's going to be carried out for a while, this beauty pageant drama. And I think that, you know how they usually pin the two people against each other on a group date? Yeah. Uh, one example was Corinne and Taylor that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad and, oh, I forget who it was at, at the time. And then it was Jordan and what's that other kid? Jordan and Dan, who was the bird. The, the bird guy, uh, David. David, yep. yeah. So it's going to come down. This is just a prediction to the two of them on a group, on the on the, on the the two-on-one, mm-hmm. right? And then they leave one person behind. And I think that that's what it comes down no, to. No, that's a good prediction. I mean, that's usually the way that they, how they uh, weed that s- stuff out. Speaking of just kind of leaving people in the dust, really awkward exit for Caitlin last night. And I have a feeling that Colton already knew what he was going to do with Caitlyn. The car, what does he have? Like a button where the producers are like, oh, let's set the car right away. He already knew he was going to 
send her home. Mm. So that conversation that they had, which was really awkward to watch. But again, real no fault of hers. Like she just didn't have a story to tell. We go from Elise with this unbelievable, captivating story to, so tell me about yourself. I just, I like going out with my friends and I, I've, I've had a good life and she wasn't. Yeah, nothing else that I really, really think I could share right now. I mean, I'm just happy to be here. Fared, oh, yeah. Cool. Sick. So, I mean, a, whatever. I also I have mean, this well, really well, weird feeling, though. I do think, well, that's a good point, though. Yeah. I mean, like, you, when you go on these shows, I mean, yeah, you're looking to meet somebody, but maybe you don't have, like, some life-changing story to tell. You know, and she just was like, oh, I want to get to know you, and I, I'm just looking to have a conversation with you. I don't have something dramatic that happened to me. And, like, think about it. Like, when you go out on a date with somebody, like, it's – in the dating world, it's somewhat casual conversations. It's not always, like, these huge events, life events that have happened. Yeah, sometimes you, you don't want to uh, reveal your cards right away. Yeah, and sometimes it's like, you know, oh, cool. Like, what do you do for work? Nice. Like, tell me about your family. Like, it, like when you're dating a while, like, those questions get old pretty fast. But mm. it's like you have to ask them because that's how you get to know somebody. And you know? also, Caitlin and K- K- I say this again, Caitlin looks like Caitlin. And I think that maybe yeah. he was like, I'm just going to get too confused. Caitlin needs to leave. <laughs> the the names yeah. sound alike. They look alike. Peace out. Uh, I thought a good, a pretty good move by Colton. Awkward move, but uh, showed a little bit all of, of those. Show, show those pretty ballsy. Are awful. I mean, they're just like so awkward to watch because you know somebody's about to get the can, and it's just like, oh, dude, like I don't know. It's it's just it's hard to watch. I give them credit because what are you gonna do? Keep that person around, and and if you know you're not feeling it, then you're not feeling it. Don't waste somebody's time. So the other group date, like we mentioned, was with Terry Crews and his wife. And I just thought it was pretty crazy to have 100-pound girls try to move a limo. I didn't understand that at all. It did not make sense to me. Well, I think some of those, it comes down to, you know, really seeing, like, if somebody could actually do it. And, like, there were some girls that actually just have, you know, stronger, like, upper body, stronger, like, leg strength. Onyeka seemed to kill it. Yeah, she won. I mean, she's another girl who... I, I just still am not a fan. I, I think that she's probably going to go far, but I something about her, man. I just I still think that she's kind of in it for the the spotlight, and she's a little over the top for me. Um, I do think that um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the girl that her mom's in prison. De- Demi. No, no, no. Well, not her though. The other girl. She. I, I can't remember her name. She. Has uh remember we said she has she has a very small oh <laughs> Hannah G Hannah G Hannah G first is, impression Rose yeah Hannah G she's one of those uh those girls that is kind of like she's still under the radar but like he still f- has something for her yeah um and I feel like she's probably gonna end up going farther than we think I I I think so too because she didn't get a lot of time this past episode no but, well and but, he said it he said i'm pretty confident in what we have right now so exactly. i didn't really need to bring you along on any dates which like i get uh any surprises that you thought from the rose ceremony i know i thought they were going to keep Catherine around a lot of, like a little a little bit longer yeah no i mean that was that was definitely surprising but when she got sent home i was like all right that's cool because like i couldn't really see them together um i i <laughs> Uh, I knew this was going to happen. It's like the, um, you know, the, the pageant girls, like one already had a rose and then the other one is just sitting there and we're like, okay, like just call the name, call Hannah's name, call Hannah's name and Hannah. 
And I was just like, well, why are we going to do that? Like, they got, they must tell him, like, if you're going to keep her, make her the last name. Like, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous, you know? And I also wonder, too, like, not that it, when you're in that environment, it's probably, um, it might be a little bit easier because you're constantly reminded and you're there all day, but... I always wondered if they had like the names of the girls like hidden somewhere. I used to know this I, answer because how do you, I know that one season a bachelor many years ago screwed up names and sent the wrong girl home and it was a big to do. I used to think that they had an earpiece that could still be true. I'm not sure, but I think that they actually have um, like, you know, they're all standing up. I think on the ground, they probably have the names of the girls or up above like they're all standing in a certain spot, right? So they probably have them stand stand under your name or stand <laughs> on the thing that is your name. You know what I mean? So yeah. he, so he can at least have uh, the names there. You yeah, know what I mean? I, can I don't see know. That. But no, I mean, that's a good. That's a good. Who knows? I mean, because there's so many girls. Yes. You know how do you how do you remember them on like the the what is the first night? I know you're supposed to remember all of them. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it was an interesting episode. I. I'm interested to see uh, when his flip out moment happens, uh, you know, where he hops the fence. Um, I thought that was going to happen this I know this episode. I, me but, too. Uh, but I think it, it'll have maybe something to do with the pageant stuff. Who knows? But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, is there anything else that we want to jump on in this episode? Uh, other than the fact that it was really convenient. I thought never been kiss girl. Somebody should just kiss her because she should keep her mouth shut. What a what a poopster she turned out to be. Oh, yeah. Well, she's the one kind of talking to Hannah. She's the whole like time. Yeah. she's egging Hannah on. She's like the devil on the shoulder kind of thing. And then you didn't love the whole uh, when Colton and Kaylin walked by Hannah. Well, that was like so they walked the into this party. one door and then it was almost like they walked by them and did like a literally like 180 just they walked right around where they were sitting like that was you know let's all right let's have you guys walk by like it was just so weird and yeah and and that never been kiss girl you know definitely i was thinking the same thing when we were watching that last night um i i thought to myself you know she is the type of girl that she's never been kissed so allegedly you know, yeah so a lot of people are kind of like oh that's a little strange and she's kind of like the outcast in a sense and the only person that she can really uh, hang on to is Hannah, who's by herself. So she kind of just like like gravitates towards her and then just feeds off whatever energy she's throwing back just to kind of be a part of something. That's kind of what I got because I feel like she's kind of like a loner, doesn't really mesh well with other girls yet. So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, she's I think she's just kind of vibing off whatever she can get. Um, but um I guess we'll see what happens with this whole pageant thing. And next week is in Singapore. So the ladies get to pack up all their dirty underwear, <laughs> throw it all in the suitcase and head overseas. Change of location out of the Bachelor Mansion. Definitely. Um, who Bachelor Mansion may or may not be a thing. Yeah. I, well, when those horrible fires were happening a few months ago, I know that there was talk that the Bachelor Mansion was affected. I don't know the extent of it, yeah. but I will absolutely check it out. And you know what, Tony? Here's to some world peace. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that is it for episode three on the Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony. So with that being said. If you do not receive a rose, take a moment. Say goodbyes. Bye. Bye. The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony will be released every Tuesday night and you can find us on Anchor, iTunes, and any of your podcast listening platforms.